0: Right. Well, I'm Lauren. I am um, 26. I worked at a European Wax Center from January 2019 to March of 2020. So a little over a year. Um, I've worked at three different wax centers. Um, Two of them were in Tennessee and they were owned by the same franchise owners. And then one of them was in Northern Virginia, which was Owned by a different franchise owner, obviously. So I've had a few um, different experiences, some good, some bad. So I really hope that I can give you some good information.
1: Okay, and what are you doing now? Are you because you're not at European Wax Center anymore?
0: No, I just recently opened my own business where I do Center. Congratulations! Yeah, it's not obviously it's not really booming <laughs> right now with the coronavirus, but hopefully soon. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for the comeback because everybody's
1: been stuck in the house because I still wax and I'm, everybody's going to need to be waxed. So I'm yeah. like, okay, bring it all. Bring it all. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So when did you start working at your first European Wax Center?
0: I started in January of 2019.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that was the one at, in Virginia? This was in Tennessee. Tennessee first,
1: okay. So I'm getting yes, Tennessee points. first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what made you? Whether you were on just like Indeed, and you saw it, because I know for us in Pittsburgh, that's if you type in jobs for esthetician on like Indeed or something, European wax trumps everything.
0: Dominates.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nope. So how was? That? How did you go about getting that job? Finding that job? Deciding you wanted that job?
0: Yeah. um, So I was in beauty school when I applied for the job. Actually, one um, one of the girls in my class was like, oh, European Wax Center is hiring. I was like, okay, I'll apply. You know, why not? At that point, I was just kind of applying wherever. I wasn't really sure exactly what I wanted to specialize in. So I was just kind of giving everything a fair chance, basically. And then I went for the interview. It was pretty intimidating. It was a very hardcore interview. It was a lot of like, what would you do in this scenario questions? So I will say that, but um, everyone was nice during the interview for the most part. And then honestly, I decided that I wanted that job because it was the highest paying. I hope that that's not like a bad thing to say. That's that's
1: the decision a lot of us make. I made the decision because they were the only job that was hourly and I wasn't ready to go full commission.
0: Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah had an element of security
1: to it Yes, because I started right after right right out of school too so I was like yeah I'm
0: not ready to go commission (laughs) yeah yeah and um I also knew that they provided a lot of training and that I would learn a lot there and that was a big um deciding factor for me as well we did two weeks of training we were supposed to have a follow-up training I think it's a six-week retrain Mm -hmm. they call it I never had that because my manager frequently dropped the ball on things like that, but yeah, I never, I never got that, so we just did, like, the initial two weeks of training, and then you just work your way up to white level. Did you have a free wax week? Yes, I did, yeah. What was that
1: experience for you?
0: Um, it was okay. People who came in were really nice about it. I don't think that I was the best waxer ever at that (laughs) point in my career, but, um, Everyone was really nice, and it seemed to go okay, so.
1: Awesome, so I was really interested in the, the reason why I went there too was because I knew their training was very good. Yeah. What were your favorite, what were the things you took away the most from the training?
0: Um, I had never really worked with hard wax before because in beauty school, we really just used the soft wax. We had hard wax in beauty school, but it was burnt because somebody (laughs) had been putting it up too high every day, and it was just in bad shape. So we didn't even really use it. Um, So learning to use hard wax was really rewarding. And to this day, I still use that. So I'm really grateful for that training. And just um, the technique was great, the patterns. I use my own patterns now, Mm -hmm. but um, those patterns were great for learning and they're great for beginners. How did you come
1: about with making your own patterns? Did you kind of base it off of what we learned there or you just totally just saying, yeah, no.
0: I think it's not something that I had like set out to do when I started there, but I think that as I gained experience and waxed more and more people, I just kind of came up with ways to like make it a little more efficient Mm -hmm. or like just customize it for different people and their hair and their needs. So yeah, it just kind of happened slowly over time. So, like I said, I worked at a few different centers, so if you want, I can just kind of, like, walk you through, like, the timeline. Yes, go ahead, give us your time And just kind of talk about each one. Okay, so the first one that I worked at was in Tennessee, and, um, yeah, the environment was, of that one, was a bit catty. Mm -hmm. It was a bit, like, um, I don't know, I don't want to generalize, but it was a bit like a sorority. Mm-hmm. You know, there's girls who are, like, high up on the totem pole socially, and then there's, like, the new people, and if you're a new person, they don't really, like, associate with you. They won't really talk to you. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Yeah, it was very much like that. It was very mean girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's the movie, by the way, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Then I worked there until March. And in March, I moved to Northern Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. And the reason I did that is because I was dating a guy for a long time, and he got a job at Amazon. So I was like, you know, whatever, I can work at any European wax center. So I moved um, with him. And that was a good, overall, that was a pretty good experience. The girls there were really sweet, really funny, very friendly, it was a great um, environment. The manager was great too. She seemed to really care about the team. You know how sometimes people talk about the difference between like a boss and a leader? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was definitely more of a leader. Oh, that's funny was that she wasn't an esthetician. She had never waxed. She was just a manager. Okay. And I think that's why she was able to do such a good job, because she wasn't really concerned with like, waxing on the side which is something that a lot of my other managers had done like Mm -hmm. waxing two days a week or whatever okay so yeah she put her full time and attention into that the thing that I did not like about that center was the franchise owners the day that I started there we got bought out by a different owner and it seemed like everything was going great for them with the previous owner but the new ones were really a little shady. Didn't really care about us. Mm-hmm. Lived off in Texas, like didn't wasn't really involved in the day to day activity of the center or like the culture of the center, and um, really just wanted money, basically. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of um, incentives for employees that were taken away by the new franchise owners, and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What type of incentives did you guys have? We had, um, wow, a lot of stuff. We would have a quarterly outing. So it's basically where we would get a budget to go out and do a fun activity together for team building.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, and that was fun. I only got to go to one, but the one that I went to was really fun. We would have two employees of the quarter. One would be a waxer and one would be a GSA And that person would get like a $100 Visa gift card. Oh, wow. Yeah. Every three months they pick somebody different. And um, let's see. The new franchise owners also changed our hours. So they wanted us to be open until nine instead of eight, Mm. which was really frustrating for some people, especially people who have kids and have to like go home and make dinner. Yeah. So the hours were a lot less flexible. Um, Let's see what else. Yeah, so basically they just kind of came in and were like, hey, we need you to work a little harder and do this much more and extend the hours, but we're going to take away all of these things that make you love your job.
1: Yeah, wow. So it's really like just getting to fall in line of a machine at this point.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: What was your most challenging moment or situation at European Wax Center?
0: Um, Well, for me, the most challenging aspect of UWC is just the culture of like one guest after another like hurry up be as fast as possible and for me that's really frustrating because it doesn't allow me to give my guests the experience that I want them to have mm-hmm. it's basically like you're 5 minutes late you've got to, go to the bathroom for 5 minutes now we've got 5 minutes left to do your brazilian and you haven't been here in 6 months mm-hmm. so and a lot of people are like, oh, can you do smaller strips? And I'm like, no, I'm tied. my hands are tied. I'm sorry. No, actually, I really cannot. <laughs> yeah, I really like we don't have time. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I before too. A lady came in and at ours, we had a nine minute grace period. So after they yeah. were in that nine outside that window, the nine. After a while, you're back to back. So there's really nothing I can do for you because it only takes that one person to throw it all off. She uh-huh. was in the bathroom for like, she was already five minutes late and then was in the bathroom for like another eight. We always do that. And I just was like, I can't, I, there's nothing I can even do for you. But that, I I'm just like, yes, that time I <laughs> know what you mean. That bathroom going to be, I was like, what do y'all do in the bathroom that y'all just linger in there so long? Yeah, I don't well, know. Yeah. Don't I'm know. like, you guys need to tell them that their appointment is like five minutes before, 10 minutes before it actually is so that we can start lining this up, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what was your, um, what's something positive that you feel like happened there? Like, do you feel like you took away?
0: I feel like I made some really great friends there.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a really supportive here because some areas yeah. are like, oh, I couldn't really make friends with those girls, but I'm glad to hear somebody say they made friends because I did make yeah. friends there at man as well.
0: Yeah, it kind of felt like we were all dealing with the same frustrations. hmm There was definitely a sense of community between us.
1: And do you feel like it was like you guys were tied together because of that frustration only, or did you genuinely have other connections?
0: I think just working together, you know, and having things in common and like having those personalities that mesh really well. Mm -hmm. But I think like the tie that binded kind of was the frustration. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It brought everybody a little closer. It's because you can
1: somebody's literally right there in the thick of it all with you and so when you're explaining it they're understanding on a more like yes I feel you type of a level than theoretically understanding it. Yeah. If you had to give a piece of advice to somebody that's thinking about applying to European wax or yeah right now that's thinking about applying to European wax and it's going to start there what do you what would you say?
0: I would say that it is a great first job Um, You'll get a lot of great training, great experience dealing with people, very important. You'll learn how to set a lot of really good boundaries for yourself as an esthetician. Um, Just be aware that there's not really anywhere to go from there but out. Mm -hmm. So this is not a forever job, in my opinion, it doesn't offer enough benefits to be a forever job and the pay is not good enough to be a forever job. Mm-hmm. So that's just my, that's basically a good um, summary of my experience there. And don't expect too much mm-hmm. from management or franchise owners. Just keep your expectations low and you'll be fine. Okay. And how was your transition out? It was good. I did not, um, being that AWC is such a large corporation. I did not, express that I was opening a business whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but I also made sure to leave on good terms. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, be friendly, be, um, be diplomatic. Don't be like, this place sucks. I got to go where I can make more than 5% commission. Don't, Mm -hmm. you know, don't complain too much at work. Just, like I said, just be diplomatic, be respectful and you'll be fine. Okay. And did you already know you were
1: starting your own when you left? Or did you just hot goat leave and then was like, I'm going to start my own?
0: I already knew. I was planning for it. I was planning for this since October. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It took me a while. Congratulations. Thank you. Very
1: excited. I hope we stay in touch. Yeah. Thank you so much. And then I'm going to end everything now. And um, if you want to tell everybody where to find you, like your social medias and your website.
0: Yeah. Um, my Instagram is the waxing Aries. So you can find me there. And then that's also my Facebook. And then my website is just the waxing Aries.com.
1: Thank you so much.